In the last five days, we've helped raise over $140,000 for charity in this megathon of tutorials, software, products, actions, tools, you name it. We have partnered with a bunch of other people and are offering our latest tutorial, The Business of Retouching, which retails at $199. And you can get this and all of those other products, too many to, too many to list, too many to count, for only 89 bucks. That's 96% off. And furthermore, if you wanna get our master collection of our overlays, that's in the charity bundle. That's an extra 24 bucks, and that also comes with thousands of dollars worth of tutorials and actions and software. Check this out right now. Go to proedu.com and then click on our blog. And our latest blog article is going to explain everything. Check it out and don't miss it. Today is the last day that you can get this deal. Hemi, what is the correct way so I don't butcher your last name? How do you pronounce your last name? Ah, didn't, didn't you practice it? I did, but uh, I just want to make sure yeah, it's... a full year to practice. I know. Wout <laughs> uh, Binnendijk. Wout Binnendijk. Wout Binnendijk. Hemi Wout Binnendijk. Yeah. Is that Hemi right? Binnendijk. All right. Here we go. Very good. Okay. <laughs> you guys ready? All right. Um, we're going to play some intro music and then we'll get into it and introduce you. Wout okay. Binnendijk. Yeah. I'm going to forget that. Don't screw this up. Wout Binnendijk. All right. You're going to forget that. Here we go. Welcome to the Pro EDU Podcast, where Rob and Gary talk and drink with your favorite photographers. So grab yourself a cold sarsaparilla and saddle up. In this episode, we are joined with fine art photographer and pro EDU instructor, Hemi Vout Binnendijk. Very good. Did I get it? Is that right? Yeah. Now, Rob, you try. If, well, if you're an American, it'd be Hemi Wood Burnajack. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how Americans would say it. Uh -huh. They cannot pronounce my name, so I'm okay with everything. Thank you for taking the time to hop on our new series of the video Pro EDU podcast. Uh, I know we didn't have the time to do it when you were here making the the tutorial, so it's great that we're now able to to get you on the in the hot seat. Uh huh. So Hemi, good to be here. Timmy, yeah. just in case any of our viewers aren't familiar with your work, can you kind of give us the the rundown of what type of photographer are you and what type of work do you do? Um, what kind of photographer am I? Um, I still find it hard to, to really put myself in that, uh, specific uh, range of, uh, photog photographer. I, I, I prefer to, uh, be like more like an image maker. Uh, that's my main goal. And I think I'm more in the fine art, uh, direction. Um, I kind of uh, think that's the most intriguing part because you really can create uh, an image that's in your head and kind of translate that into, um, yeah, a, a real image, a real, um, yeah, little piece of art maybe, yeah. Definitely a good way to put it. And <laughs> I, we're definitely familiar with you know the story, but you have an interesting past yeah. that you kind of came from painting and then kind of yeah. took up photography in order to like really create the paintings that you wanted. How did how did that start out, and how did you transition from that type of uh, you know artist? 
Um, I kind of always uh, painted, and and um, so that is kind of second nature in nature for me. Um, I always kind of have the urge to kind of create and make things. Uh, so I did that as long as I can remember. Um, and I think I have to count back. Um, four years ago, I uh, did have some physical um, uh, things that were happening, uh, so I got a bit sick. Uh, I got sick, and then um, I kind of rolled into photography because I couldn't paint anymore. Um, on a blue Monday, I just bought a camera, went to the zoo, took a lot of pictures, and I kind of um, I, at one point I uh, started to. Um, I, I followed. No, sorry, sorry. I have to re recap yeah. how how everything happened because yeah. there are so much things going on the past three years that everything is kind of um, the blur. No worries. So, yeah. Um, I don't remember so, what I had for uh, breakfast. If that helps. No ah, idea. Yeah, My memory is <laughs> terrible. No, it's dinner time over <laughs> here, so maybe that's the problem. <laughs> so, um, no, I I bought a camera. Um, because I thought maybe that could kind of um, replace the painting part that I always did. Um, it wasn't that big of success in the beginning when I started with, with photography. Uh, I was kind of looking for the right way, what fitted with, with my, my person, my creativity. Um, so I almost... Um, stopped with photography uh, until I, I, I saw a Facebook ad about fine art photography and that was kind of my first um, introduction with the type of photography I'm doing now. Uh, from the moment that I, I got into that part, uh, I followed the workshop. Um, I was kind of like 24-7 hooked to that part. So I really um, took every minute I had to study tutorials, uh, even the RGG tutorials, uh, to, to get as much as knowledge as possible in all kinds of uh, types of uh, photography. Uh, and I kind of boiled my own soup um, out of it. Um, so I, I kind of, um, yeah, made it my own and uh, tried to, to take as much information as I could and really practice and experience, experiment. Um, so I kind of ended up here by doing that. Yeah, a bit weird, but. It was almost <laughs> accidental. You didn't, you didn't yeah. set out to be a photographer. So do you, think yeah. that, do you think that gave you more freedom to kind of explore what you wanted versus like having this dream, I've got to be, I'm gonna be a photographer or I have to fit into a certain box? Yeah, I still don't have that dream. So I think that that helped me. Yeah. yeah. And I started with with kids. Um, they are very forgiving. They're not so judgmental. Um, so that was a really safe way to experiment. And uh, I got five kids. We have a blend blended family. Mm -hmm. um, so you have a lot of victims running around in the house <laughs> that you can see. <laughs> Uh, so they gave, they gave me a lot of opportunities to yeah. make mistakes and try different things and dress them up and put like feathers on their heads and bird nests and all stupid things because they kind of like it to yeah. be uh, uh, doing weird stuff. So 
yeah, that's how I kind of rolled into the whole um, photography game or, or thing. And I'm also a bit of a nerd, so I really like Photoshop and all those things that um, also are a big part of my photography. Um, and, the part, and, and the part that I, although we have five kids, I really like to spend uh, a lot of time alone. So that was quite a good combination. <laughs> That's yeah. challenging to have five children yeah. and look for a long time. Yeah, so I don't, I don't believe in impossibilities. I, I think everything is possible as long as you really are dedicated to it. Right. Um, I don't believe it when people say I can never do that or because I think when you really switch, make a switch in your brain and just go for it, I think everything is kind of possible. Yeah, maybe not flying to the moon, but yeah. A, a couple minutes ago, you said you still don't have that dream of, of really being a photographer. But here you are, you have a studio and you have client work and um, you're constantly <laughs> making images for other people yeah. on commission. Um, so is is this just still a, a pure game of love for you? Is this just something where you yeah. love to create and you don't even consider yeah. yourself to be a working pro? No. Yes, it's, it's purely the image. Um, I'm the baddest marketing advisor ever. People ask me, how do you do it? And how do you, and I like, <laughs> I don't know, I just want to make images. And I kind of end up in situations and meeting people that uh, are very interesting. Um, and uh, so I'm kind of ending up in, in all kinds of uh, situations where people maybe have to work, um, spend a lot of time and work and effort to get there. but. Uh, maybe it is the part of me that I'm not so commercial and not so uh, not such a marketing pro uh, because my 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 really main goal is to make images. Uh, so maybe that's a bit dumb, but it's 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 kind of who I am. Yeah, I no, rather it's... eat uh, dry bread or or only eat water and bread and make my my projects and my images. Um, than earning money with photography that I don't like or making images that I don't like. Yeah. She's like the anti-photographer. Every photographer no. we know Sorry. is like, how do I bill more? How do I price myself? What's <laughs> what's my Sorry. pricing model? How am yeah. I going to get more money? Yeah. And you're like, man, I'll eat bread and water because yeah. I want to yeah. make images for the... Well, I hate to break it to you. You are actually a working pro at this point. Yeah, sorry. yeah. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I know. Well, I think one of the, yeah. the hardest things that a lot of photographers can struggle with is creating yeah. a unique look or a body of work that all, you know, belongs together. Mm -hmm. And you've, yeah. you've, you've, you're one of the unique ones in that you can look at a photo and not know it's you and, and almost instantly say, oh, that must be one of Hemi's photos. Mm -hmm. So how does your work now compared to your work when you were starting out? Were you experimenting with different things? Because now it, it, a lot of these look like paintings from like the 18th, yeah. 17th century, something like that. Did it always start that way or did it evolve into this? Yeah, I, um, I did a wedding shoot and a newborn shoot and they didn't look like paintings. They, they, they didn't look like, yeah, they look really ugly <laughs> so i didn't do that all uh, every photo so um, one wedding and you were done after one wedding you yes, said no more yes that's my 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 worst nightmare <laughs> yeah, my kind of girl <laughs> i did two and that was it yeah i deeply respect every photographer that shoots magnificent uh wedding photos I, I i think i don't have to i think i'm getting too nervous 
and uh, the anxiety to being there on time, not pressing the, 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 the shutter quick enough or, or missing the moment or the, the stress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a real slow photographer. I really like to, um, because preparation um, is my biggest time consuming part of photography. The actual shoot is in comparison to the, the, the preparation and post process. Uh, post-production um, the smallest part of all and I think with weddings and all kind of that is the biggest part that is the most time-consuming and most uh, for me the image is already ready when I have my preparations done and it kind of gets together yeah yeah. yeah, it's very clear that so. you put a lot of your time and, and effort and, and money in the pre-production yeah. of creating an image. Yeah. So yeah. walk us through that process. How how long does an image take mm -hmm. to create once it kind of gets in your head and you, and you set out to do it? What does that timeline look like for you? Um, it all depends on my bank savings, my bank <laughs> account, I guess. <laughs> um, sometimes I do have to save a bit more and a bit longer uh, for some projects because I have like a thousand shoots in my head already, but um, they do cost a lot of money sometimes. Uh, my latest uh, thing I shot with the body, with all the fruit, uh, etc. I, I rented a real... Um, a film prop, a dead, a dead anatomic body mm -hmm. uh, from a film set. So I had to rent a, a bus to transport it because the guy was two, uh, two meters. I don't know how many inches of, or yards that is, but a full-grown human being that mm -hmm. was like a 100% replica of a human being and the baby. And so that, that, those are really expensive things to You couldn't just put them on the roof and get, get a rope yeah, and strap them exactly. on the roof? could have him on the driver's seat next to me, but that wasn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had a lot of fun before. Yeah. That's funny. But, um, so I, it costs a lot of time and a lot of money to kind of get those props and kind of pre-imagine if it works and kind of figuring out if there are other ways to 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 get to solutions to, to get that shot because it's only one image. Um, but I think for that one, I, it cost me like six, seven weeks to kind of get everything together, collecting um, vases and fruits and all those kind of stuff. So, and sometimes things really go quick. Um, the shot, the shoe I did with Melanie Gatos, um, that was in my head for more than a year, but we kind of got everything together within five days. So um, it's kind of depending, but in my head, I really, um, um, it takes a long time and it's kind of boiling. And, um, yeah. Was, the, was the process the same <laughs> when you were doing painting? Did it take a while for you to formulate a painting in your head before you would get it out? No, I think painting was the other way around because... Okay. Um, you need to wait a long time before your paint is dry, dry enough to right. paint over it. So <laughs> that's kind of the, the good thing about photography. It really is quick. Uh, people do say, yeah, but you spend like so many hours in post-processing and I'm like, it's nothing compared to painting. painting. Yeah. Uh, um, 
So it's a really quick way of working. That's interesting. I think I'm never going to be painting again. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting to me because every photographer, not every photographer, but an enormous amount of photographers refer to painting as a source of inspiration. They study old masters, they study painting in order yeah. to understand light. Um, so clearly, being a painter, you have that influence. And I'm, I'm actually curious about the process. What is mm -hmm. similar about the process of painting that you repeat again or you use again in your photography? I mean, now I understand that it's, it's kind of almost in reverse in some ways. Um, yeah. So yeah. what are the similarities and what are the differences in the, in the process of creating a painting versus the process of creating your images? Um... I think the similarity is more the, 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 the image that's already in your head, the thing you want to create, because um, you always have a starting point. You know if you want to go and paint a pear or an apple, you're not going to uh, um, take a vase as an example. You know kind of the basics, so that's the same, uh, the same starting point. Um, the hard thing, because... I think with painting, you're, you're, it's it's easier to manipulate light. Mm -hmm. To it's easier to adjust things because your camera kind of um, when you you shoot, it's more two D, and painting is more three D mm -hmm. directly. Your camera kind of transfers is different, so you, that was quite uh, the challenge for me in the beginning to kind of um, step over that. Um, how do you call that? Um, can't find the English word for That's that. Okay. Sorry. It'll come to you. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of um, the biggest challenge for me to um, step over that. Yeah, sorry, that's a bit of a weird sound. Is I, that a bird? <laughs> you have birds like just no, to your left? That's my friend. That's I got a bird and he has like that red ball with sounds. So sorry. Oh <laughs> no. Can he, can he come out and sit on your shoulder? <laughs> the, I don't think he, I think if I go to him, he will kind of eat me now, right now. Oh really? Uh, it's dinner time. Lesson. This is the most uh, annoying time of the day for him, so no, he has this... Uh, I kind of like that. <laughs> he he kind of knows we're talking about Welcome him. Welcome to Hemi's uh, Jungle. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Does he know any words? Is he a talking bird? Yeah, he's he... talking, yeah. Saying yeah. words? He says like everything, but only oh, when yeah. I walk away. But not in English. But not in English, talking. I'm guessing it's in Dutch. He's a, Yeah, he's a Danish bird. I don't know. I, he knows some English words, so oh, wow. not, not the most decent words, but he's bilingual. <laughs> he doesn't know decent words. How did he pick those up? Uh, television. Yeah. Oh, he watches when TV. Working, when I do post pro, yeah. When I do post pro, I got like three screens over here from my Wacom, from my ISO, and from my Mac. Um, I always run Netflix on the third screen, so and that's directly pointing at him. So he kind of. Oh. Watch a lot of, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you mentioned you have a screen on your uh, Wacom tablet. Are you using one of the... Cintiqs. This, is it a Cintiq yeah, that Cintiq. you're retouching on? Yeah. Did you... Yeah. What made you go to something like that, and how big of a difference did it make once you started using something like that? Um, ergonomically, uh, it's the baddest thing for your body because you're kind of leaning uh, forward. Uh, yeah. When you just use the Wacom pen, you're kind of sitting up straight. Uh, so that's the downside I get, I think, from the Cintiq. But it's, it, it gives me more the feeling that I'm really uh, drawing 
painting and I think it works more secure. Um, I think it's easier to. Um, should I put out that sound? No, <laughs> no, that's that's great. I think you should. I think you should let them out and just let them fly around. No. See us. Can you see a pic- um, Can you see a picture of Rob? I don't know. Why would maybe, you want to see? Well, I, I don't know if he can see us, and he's he's, oh. he's freaking out because. Rob's so damn handsome. He might be liking me. He's yeah. intimidated by Rob's <laughs> handsomeness. <laughs> it's been crazy, but uh-uh. yeah, that's an interesting um, point. I hadn't really thought of the Cintiq because you are, you know, looking down and your neck yeah. is just kind of yeah. always, you know, craned over. Yeah, you probably have to build yeah. something custom so it's up higher and you're not yeah. down so low. Yeah. I've heard yeah, that uh, it, work, it works synchronically with my ISO screen, so sometimes I'm using it as a normal tablet. Uh, so I'm, I'm working on there and looking just um, straight ahead. Have you heard that kids these days that have grown up yeah. from birth with an, an iPad yeah. or an iPhone that look down, yeah. it's actually yeah. building, evolution is like building them another bone yeah. in their neck they and they're like changing? Back. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kids that are yeah, constantly do. doing that. It's like evolving yeah. the, the, that, the human body. That's horrible. That's, what, that, but what if, what if the new bone bad. is cool and does something awesome? I think I already have a few extra bones over there. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like getting into Eucalypta. I don't know if you know that one. So the last, at, at, the, at the time of this recording, the last image on your Instagram um, is yeah. a different tale of Tempest. And yeah. it's, it's what you're talking about. It's the guy on the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where did that come from? And like, what, what does this photo mean to you in terms of what you're trying to convey? Um, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a mixture between a, a darker side that everybody has, I guess, I hope, in them, or else I'm really weird. Um, and I, I think it's, uh, my dad is, is sick. Um, and I think that makes you overthink life, maybe a bit more than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of um, end up with the big steps in life and surrounded by the kids. Uh, they live in such an egocentric bubble when they're in puberty. It's like really, I think sometimes, um, they really do feel like king of the world and immortal and it's yes, also beautiful because of all the dreams they have and uh, totally not not reality dreams sometimes but um, I want to drive a big Porsche but I ain't gonna work and I'm like okay how do you want to do that <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so that that kind of that king that really represented for me the 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 stage the face of your life that you kind of think that you're really immortal and really are a bit self um, uh, egocentric. Um, sorry. Um, um, so I think that's a big 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 uh, important part of life until you're, I think, in your 20s somewhere. Um, and then for me, there was that point, okay, and then your your heart gets broken or you get hurt by somebody that you love or a loved one or the loss of somebody. Uh, so that is kind of, uh, for me, um, symbolically with the heart uh, that's bleeding. 
the pain. Um, so that that kind of that, that kind of asked a lot of the model to kind of get that emotion out of him. Um, because I, I used the same model for the four characters, so I thought that was very important. And also, because he was wearing a beard, it was a bit weird in some, especially with kind of the Maria, uh, the Madonna kind of uh, character. Uh, and that kind of was symbolic for um, everla everlasting love that you feel for your kids no matter what they do, uh, but that you also feel for your family and uh, for, um, and then in the end of the life, you kind of, um, yeah, it's ending. It's, it's, it's kind of, there's, there's a birth in it. So it's a starting point of life, but there's also an ending point in life. And that is when you, that's the part where you kind of leave the memory, uh, behind. So you are a piece of history yeah. in that way. Was there you ever a, was there ever yeah. a time in history where they actually, you know, put the dead body and put food on top of it? Was that ever like a thing for no. some cultures? No. Okay. I that would be really yeah. weird. Well, well they do weird things though. People do weird things. Weird shit's happened. Oh, weirder God, shit yeah. has happened. Way weirder. Today. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I didn't investigate it. I should have investigated that. But I can't I, imagine I people um, would put food on a dead body. That just uh, doesn't sound appetizing. Or on an alive yeah. body, for that matter. No, that you happens know? all the time. You can do that in, just about anywhere. You can go get sushi off of a live body. They yeah. do that all the time at parties. They do strange things with food That's and weird. Money. You can do it in Vegas you know, like on Tuesdays. <laughs> I wouldn't want to eat sushi off of yeah, a body. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. You'd no, do I it. definitely wouldn't. Yeah, you would. I, you know, I don't want to poke them with the chopstick. No. Well, That's that weird. you would want to do. You would want to... No, torture them somehow why would i want to do that rob because you like to mess with people <laughs> not in that way you've got me all wrong rob <laughs> yeah whatever. you've got me all wrong <laughs> a lot of uh yeah is most of the work that is on your instagram uh which is incredible is that mostly personal work or is that client work and how much how much work do you get from your personal work how much how many people contact you about that um, I think uh, it's a good mixture of personal work and uh, client work. Um, sometimes you get lucky and client work turns out to be really good in a way that you would have shot it as a personal um, project. So it's kind of a mixture on my Instagram uh, account, what is personal and what is client work. Um, I do have to update my Instagram account because I'm far behind um, and keep forgetting to do something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a bad marketing. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Usually when you uh, look at someone's, you know, account or portfolio, you can tell like, oh, that clearly is client work and that's probably yeah. personal right. work. I cannot tell at all what is client work and what is personal work. So like, do you, off the top of your head, do you know what images that are on your Instagram have been client work and, and what was, what was it used for? How was it used to sell something or promote something? Um, um, as example, the, the owl and the hound and the, the dog, um, that was a beautiful, that was a beautiful shoot. That was a client shoot. Uh, that was a gay couple and they were living together for like 13 or 14 years. Um, and he was totally in love with owls and they had a dog uh, that was also in the portrait. Um, and he kind of proposed during the shoot. So that was, oh. really, uh, uh, yeah, that was good. Did you know so, that was gonna happen? Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So he knew that. He didn't know um, about the owl, and the dog didn't know that too, because the owl was almost eaten by the dog. Um, oh. oh, whoops. He, yeah. He was, uh, um, um, the dog was trained to eat birds and things from <laughs> from uh, from uh, hunting. Uh, yeah, hunting dog. Uh, hunting, uh, yeah. Hunting, yeah. 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 So he almost ate the owl, and the owl had like a kind of a letter on his uh, on his um, uh, claw, um, and there was really a sweet love note where he proposed to him. So it was really romantic, and the images were um, portfolio uh, portfolio uh, worthy, good enough. Yeah, yeah, worthy. Yeah. When when yeah. you're commissioned by people, how much of the ideas there is versus yours are they are they just coming to you saying man you create amazing things just do something for me or are they coming to you saying i want to do this yeah yeah sometimes they do sometimes they don't and sometimes you do get clients with impossible wishes um and um but I do have clients flying in from all over the world. That's a bit of, it's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, last week, yeah, last week I got clients from Hong Kong. And okay. next week I get people from Denmark. Uh, and that, that's a beautiful couple. And they really want to be a photographer as uh, Napoleon and um, uh, Josephine. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's quite cool because the guy wanted to be napoleon his whole life so he, is that he, that's he, not normal right yeah. that is not normal i don't think that's so, a good when thing people say you have a, a napoleon thing. complex right? it's a really yeah. bad thing this guy's yeah. wanted to be napoleon you, yeah i don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> you should probably bring a security guard or something to that shoot yeah, just I think so just too. safety yeah. is he bringing his yeah. own outfit or did you have yeah. to source he, He's got his he own outfit. Custom, he had it custom made. He really Holy had shit. the whole costume. Yeah, so he really puts in a lot of effort in this shoot. So I'm really looking forward wow. to that one. What are the um, What are the props going to be in this shoot? You use a lot of props and yeah, things on set. Yeah. So what are you using to help illustrate and tell that story? Uh, most of the, yeah, I, I think it's it's formed in this shoot next week. It's It's... It's formally about them, and then I kind of make the decision. Okay, a lot of props are non-props, and I think I'm really gonna make the focus on them because they're already in costume. Um, so, in that point, I kind of keep it simple uh, to make them the most important part of the image, and that's also uh, also a big uh, this decision every time. Uh, how many things are you adding into an image? because I really do think about the most important part of the image. Uh, and sometimes you're kind of losing it by putting in so many things that it's a bit sort of chaotic and that the most important part isn't visible anymore. Um, so that's my, I think that's sometimes something I have to keep in mind because I really yeah. get so excited sometimes. Uh, yeah. What are some of the crazy requests that, that, that those impossible wishes that, that uh, clients have asked you? Like, what's something so outlandish that you're like, no way can I do okay. that? I had that last week. I don't know if I can say that in, the, in this podcast because <laughs> I don't know where that gets. You can say it. Uh, but it's hard to make um, uh, from, an, from a uh, Hong Kong 
person, a European looking person. Mm. That's kind of the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Would to, you ever be to, open to photographing Rob on a, uh, let's say, bearskin oh rug? Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll get a bearskin oh, rug. We'll get Rob out. You know, lay him down. Definitely. We get some like <laughs> some apples. I, I we'll call it Rob it. with apple. It'll be great. Yeah. Rob, yeah, are you in? She's down. Hemi's about the only one I would I actually did. let photograph. Oh, so do we finally have a yes? About that? No, no, no. We have a. Oh come on. We have a Hemi's about the only one I would let photograph oh. me. That's very different than a yes. yes. What would you need? What would you need on to you know to make this happen, Rob? You're, oh, we can do that. That see? would be great. Let me, let me do your... Because <laughs> you're right in front of a fireplace. We'll go to some old, like, French mansion estate. We'll let, we'll let Hemi dream it up. We'll see what she comes yeah. up with. All I will, right. I will make some, yeah. All right, Hemi, let's, let's talk, let's talk, right, let's talk it, gear. What, what gear. gear are you currently yeah. uh, using? And what, what's your, what's your uh, thoughts on, on gear and cameras and lights? Hemi, and... Hemi hates gear. She, she just... I hate gear. See? I'm not a gadget freak at all. No. <laughs> I'm kind of ashamed of it, but I'm shooting with a Phase 1 now. Uh, the IQ4, the 151 megapixel. Yeah, she doesn't like gear. And she's shooting with a Phase 1. <laughs> well, she's ashamed of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. Well, wait, wait a I, minute. We um, got We got to back up here. Why did you switch to that camera if you are a little gear fearful and don't want to have super nice gear? Because that's a no, nice I'm, I'm, camera. I'm absolutely the opposite of a gear fearful person. I really yeah. <laughs> my gadget speak, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I made this switch. Um, I think last year or one and a half year ago, I first had a phase one in my hands and kind of s s saw what it did with all the megapixels and the details and kind of the way it, it the, the the shadows and the and the highlights kind of have a better um i don't know it feels better tonal range yeah, the, yeah. the exposure in the yeah. files are incredible i mean the, the tonal rate yeah, is something amazing yeah. it's really like bizarre so every time i'm shooting i'm like yay yeah. <laughs> um so i I kind of thought, okay, what am I gonna do? I'm, I'm driving a really old car, and I think it needs replacement. Mm -hmm. But I thought I can also buy a camera worth <laughs> a car, <laughs> and kind of hope and pray that my car keeps Makes on it. driving. No, the car doesn't make you any money. That's a wise choice, no, no, unless you're driving doesn't. Uber. It doesn't. So I was kind of broke after that. <laughs> yeah. But I was so happy. Um, and I think every day I'm happy with it now. It was the, the biggest thing I ever bought, um, the biggest amount of money I ever spent on something. Uh, but for me, it was so worth it because it really, uh, I can really see in my images where I stopped shooting with the DSLR and switched yeah. to the phase one. Can you I imagine really the detail we would get with you, Rob, on this rug with that camera in Hemi's mind? I really, yeah, I can yeah. imagine. I've oh been God, shooting on medium awesome. format cameras and large format cameras for years, so I can Rob, absolutely imagine this would the detail. Be yeah. a, a, it would be passed down for generations. Yeah, it would, it would, it's maybe that exact detail that I'm afraid of. It would end up in museums, Rob. It you'd would be, not. You'd be Museum Rob. I would not be Museum Rob. Yeah, Forever. Museum Rob. <laughs> you'd be part of the Rob collection. <laughs> Can you imagine something called the Rob Collection? Oh my God! You get the yeah. We'll wait till the hair kind of gets more Jesus length. Yeah. We'll get him in there. Some apples. Pick out some birds. We'll start training a bird now to like really get to know you and like you. And 
it'll go with the painting. Yeah, we can create a, a tutorial. Oh my rough. God, it's getting worse. We've done it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We have finally it, got Sean, the green light. Help me out. It's getting we way worse. We finally got the green light on this project. <laughs> this is going to be insane. Sean likes the epic. idea of Hemi doing a photograph for me. He likes it. Damn it. Everybody likes it, Rob. Yeah. And I think you secretly do. Actually, I think Hemi would do a great job. She would be the one photographer I would trust to do something cool and tasteful. Yay. Uh, she's the I one that I would trust. All right. Uh, and I really, I'm like I really date. made some. Uh, <laughs> What's that? I really made. I really made some. Uh, uh, I think uh, for myself some big learning steps too. So I, I think um, my work has got a bit better in the past year. I think. What What do you um, think has evolved for you in the last year? What What are the strides you see yourself making? Um, I think when I started out, uh, the technical part was kind of the hard part for me to to be so frustrated and so busy with all the technical things. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I kind of let that go the past year. Um, and now I'm formally um, into really creating something uh, and are more into the image itself mm -hmm. instead of uh, the fighting with is it okay now or am I doing it okay now? Um, so right. yeah, yeah, it's more That's about the story now. Yeah. Do you think, so you know, being a, a painter, one of the things that's kind of interesting is you get to manipulate the light, yeah. right? You, you, you can yeah. see the light, but you can actually kind of play with the, with the ratios and the contrast based on how much yeah. shadow you want to add or, or, or whatever. So do you think that by having the new phase that that's because it has such a broader range of a tonal range that helps you with your process of manipulating light? I think so. But I do think you kind of see it when you're placing light on a part that wasn't lit. Mm -hmm. Probably. Probably. So um, I do kind of like the way to, to kind of get my light as it should be. Uh, so that I only have to enhance it in post uh, because completely rebuilding light in uh, a shot it kind of feels not right mm -hmm. for me so I, I, I really train myself to kind of see where do I want light um, I got uh, more creative with lighting um, but that's also a learning process. It's kind of uh, being more aware of where you want to go and what you want to create and kind of shaping that. Uh, and the phase one absolutely um, gives you more details to work with and more adjustments that you can easily make because of all the details and all the, the, the it's like bizarre. Mm -hmm. uh, I still have to pinch myself sometimes um, when I see things like that coming out of the camera. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, 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 yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't miss him. I, I don't even want to uh, photograph anything with the DSLR. It's a bit <laughs> of a shaming to say, but um, I kind of hate all my previous work because I see all the things that could have been yeah. that aren't there. Yeah. 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 That's okay. So, That's evolution, yeah. you know, and you have a thousand new so. ideas yeah. in your head. So it's not yeah. like you can go back yeah. and, and you don't have time to go back. You need to create new images. No. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's a really good thing. So you're next, bro. Oh God. Yes. God, it keeps happening. It just keeps, it's, the only way to make it stop is to do it. Uh oh yeah. Just do it, Rob. It's Nike this into I'll existence. Yes. 
Yeah, just say yes. Yes to the dress, but yes to the bare skin. <laughs> How do you say just say yes in Dutch? Gewoon zeg ja, gewoon doe. Gewoon te ha. Is that right? That was close. That was nowhere near what she said. That was exactly right. Emmy, uh, we're so, going to be doing it in your studio if we do this. I'm going yes. to Europe. Oh my God, we are so yeah. close to making this real. However, Bring Gary cannot attend. I don't want to. I don't want to be there. Good. No, I want to be there. Yeah, too, Gary. I can think I can find you some character. Nope. He that can Skype be in it. No way. Deal breaker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What if you made me like really tiny and I was like I peeking out behind the bear rug yeah. and like you were huge? Yeah. 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 You know? Or, or like I was running down the bear. side of Rob, you know, just like escaping, <laughs> yeah. the, great. escaping the giant Rob. So giant bear Rob. <laughs> we'll get you like a cool crown. Oh, boy. Cool crown and like, yeah. You just started rowing. You're going to be in shape. See how this gets less, less interesting to me by the minute? Like, yeah, yeah. you're getting less excited. I did just start <laughs> rowing. <laughs> I mean, do you have any, yeah. you know, I guess modern day influences? Are you still looking, you know, at paintings and, you know, uh, the, the masters of, you know, the last mm -hmm. thousands of years? Do you, do you look up in, you know, look up to anyone now or where do you draw a lot yeah. of inspiration from? Um, the bird is going crazy. Sorry. Um, yeah, I do. I do have some nowadays heroes. <clears throat> I think, um, my biggest hero at the moment still is Erwin Olaf. He's a Dutch photographer. Um, he also works kind of in the lighting of the old masters, but he's kind of transformed it to a, a more a modern uh, look. Uh, he's brilliant. So, and I think also, yeah, the, the, the regular work, uh, Tim Walker, um, those kind of uh, artists, I really like, yeah. Um, and I do want to escape a bit more from the the, the Renaissance and painterly um, stuff. Still, I, I don't think I can uh, say goodbye to the lighting because I really like the dramatic part of that. Uh, because that's also a part of storytelling, I think, the, the light in it. to find things to make it more modern or uh -oh. Wait a minute. hang on one second we're we're losing the connection it's freezing up here uh, still there, there guys oh, yeah there okay she is. you're back okay <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of missed the part yeah no yeah. worries yeah. um you were you were starting to talk about um something about the lighting still i don't remember what it was do you remember sorry you you i miss you uh, I missed the part where you were telling. You were, you were talking. You were, it cut out for us where you were talking about lighting. Something yeah. about you still are, you know, concerned with the lighting or something like that. I couldn't exactly tell what it yeah. was. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I think I still can can say goodbye to uh, the way I light the scenes or uh, because I think the lighting is an important part of of the story. Um, in my images, but I really do experiment with kind of taking it to a more modern um, feeling and more modern situations. Um, uh, so that's quite of an interesting uh, experience for me to figure out uh, some some um, 
yeah, nice projects in, in, in that way. But there are, there are many projects uh, going on right now. That, so I'm kind of splitting myself in like six parts of Jemmy uh, doing different things. So kind of chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most common question that other photographers um, you know, ask you, whether it's on Instagram or wherever? What do you get asked the most? How can I, uh, what is the magic button? I think that's the, the, the most, because people still think that you can do it with one click or just one setup and just, um, that's also the most common thing. That is also the most, the, the thing I tell to all the, the, the people that visit our attendees at workshops that there is no magic button there is you're not gonna learn a one touch action or something is really every part is important equal important to to get somewhere uh, so sometimes people are getting really uh, like a disillusion like oh shit, i really do need to invest time in it um, and they're not aware of how time consuming one image is and they kind of expect you to make like 10 or 20 pictures or and deliver them like um so that's that's i think the the the, the question i get most how can i do it quick uh and easy um, you can't and unfortunately there is no quick and easy way to do no. it no no. no, there it doesn't exist. No. But I actually do have yeah. one. I actually have a magic button. It's right here. Yeah, it's great. Calm oh, down, Rob Green. <laughs> Jesus. Throw it away. There's one magic button, and it's right yeah. there. There's yeah. actually eight magic buttons. You got a really good point there. There's I more have, than one. I have yeah. eight magic buttons. Hemi, we're um, gonna have to wrap this up. Hemi, <laughs> where can people go to find your work and follow you on Instagram? What's uh, how do we how do we stalk you? Um, just my full name, the the one that's unpronounceable by you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I did a great job. We talked about job. yeah. It's, you did a great it's job. Him yeah, like the engine, <laughs> wood like you're at the sawmill, and Benjamin yeah. like the Benjamins. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. It's uh, Emmy it's Wood that. Benjamin. Emmy <laughs> <laughs> Wood Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Well, Hemi, thank you so much for taking yeah. the time, and thank you so much for making that tutorial. It's been one of our yeah. strongest tutorials. We have so many reviews on it. So many people have learned from you and have posted amazing work, and they've posted yeah. such awesome. great things in our, our private Facebook group, and you've always been giving really great feedback. Thank so you. you've, you've had a big impact on our, you know, just the photography community in general. And thank you. that tutorial is definitely one of the best that we've ever made. So yeah, thank you again. Cool. And you have, so you have the best the hair. Yeah. You have the best hair of any photographer out there. So How do I get hair like that? You can't. It's like, just like, what? Is there like a conditioner oh. that I can no, put in there? You'd have to have a wig for sure. <laughs> no, maybe. I could. could... You, did, you guys didn't see me in the morning with my hair like that. I, I could be a uh, perfect uh, John Bon Jovi. Uh, <laughs> 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 or you I'm could be in Rob's band, Radiohead. Jimmy John, yeah. Jimmy Bon Jovi. Something you can pronounce. <laughs> I like Jimmy Bon Jovi. All right. And with that, we're out. All right, Jimmy, thank you so much, and hope to see you okay. soon in uh, in the uh, Rob with Apple shoot. In Rob's tutorial. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Pro EDU is now unlimited. 
Get access to every single tutorial. Sign up at ProEDU.com today. I don't know about you, I'll take comfort in that. This podcast is officially over. See you next time. Do you take comfort in that, Rob? I do. I don't take comfort in a lot of things, but never I do. Stop yeah. learning. Never, never, Rob. Keep learning. I can't stop learning. Can't stop, won't stop. No.